Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hey, thanks for joining me again here at Healing at the Speed of Light, your weekly laser therapy podcast for patients specifically. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree, and I'm your host today. We're going to be discussing chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy. So that is neuropathy that is induced or started by the use of chemotherapy drugs. And I, I just want to tell you up front, I'm pretty pumped about this systematic review that we're about to go over here because it says so many things so plainly. It's very thorough. I think it's just a really beneficial uh, piece of literature that will really help patients and patient family members as you're evaluating what type of treatment should be done and why treatment should be done. And uh, so I, let's just get, get right into it here. Um, this study is titled Treatment of Chemotherapy-Induced Peripheral Neuropathy, Systematic Review and Recommendations. It was published in 2018 in Pain Physician. It was made possible by grants from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. So let me say first, a systematic review is what we'd really consider kind of top-tier research and literature uh, on these subjects because a systematic review takes a whole bunch of studies that have been done independently and it puts them all through a filter for quality and then the the studies that meet that quality filter, you know, that, that um, have very good evidence, that, have, that were conducted appropriately, that have uh, the right level of controls and um, sham treatments, real treatments, a whole bit, the studies that make it through that filter are then looked at on a whole to determine what we can learn from all these studies. So then they take those studies and they make recommendations for the treatment of this particular disorder. So before I get further into the study itself and what the results were, let's, let's talk about a quick review of chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy. So the word neuropathy first. Neuropathy means nerve damage. And peripheral neuropathy means nerve damage uh, out in the periphery, out in the limbs, the arms, the hands, the legs, the feet, the toes. And chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy means nerve damage in the extremities that is caused by chemotherapy drugs. Now, this is an unfortunate side effect for those undergoing cancer treatments, but is kind of a necessity sometimes in order to defeat the bigger threat here, which is obviously the cancer. Some cases of peripheral neuropathy that are induced by chemotherapy drugs can get so bad that the cancer doctors actually have to cut back on the chemotherapy dose, which really is not good. The dose is a dose for a reason, and it's to try to defeat the cancer. So if you cut back that dose, uh, this study in particular says that ultimately that can affect overall survival rates from cancer treatments. Now, about 68% or so of people um, report having uh, chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy within the first months after chemotherapy, and about half of those uh, are resolved by the time you get to six months post-chemotherapy, which is great, but that still leaves 30% uh, of people with ongoing symptoms. Now, some drugs are worse than others, 
this particular study, they say about 80% of patients who receive taxanes and oxaliplatin therapy continue to suffer from CIPN even six months or two years after chemotherapy. And that is, that's a large, large percentage of people to have that going on even years after chemotherapy has been uh, concluded. Now, the researchers on this particular paper said we've got several systematic reviews on pharmacological or drug treatments for peripheral neuropathy, but there haven't been any good systematic reviews on all the treatments that are out there, which are, you know, including non-pharmacological treatments like uh, laser therapy um, or even PEMF, magnetic field. So that's exactly what they wanted to do. So this systematic review covers 26 different treatments for peripheral neuropathy. And they started out with over 1,200 studies and then 117 of those that they examined in detail and 35 of those studies met all of their inclusion criteria, meaning they were high quality enough to actually fit within this particular systematic review. That's, that's very picky, so we're talking very good levels of evidence here for all of their conclusions that they draw. Now, right off the bat, they say the evidence is considered of moderate benefit for duloxetine or Cymbalta medication and photobiomodulation known as low-level laser therapy is considered of moderate benefit. So those are placed on equal terms. What about the other 24 treatments? Turns out the other 24 treatments were shown to be not effective. Not as effective at least as Cymbalta and laser therapy. So what are the other 24 treatments? Now I am not here to tell you that these other treatments can never work. And that's not what these researchers are saying either. They're just simply saying there's not enough evidence to say that these 24 treatments can be relied on to be effective for chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy. That if you're going to look at the best treatment options, the ones with the most evidence behind them, you're looking at Cymbalta for a medication and laser therapy for an actual treatment for those nerves. And I want to go through this list with you because I think it's important that patients and physicians put their dollars and investment where it is going to be the most beneficial. So if you have $500 to spend on getting your neuropathy in control, maybe you don't want to do one of these 24 treatments I'm about to read about. And if you're a physician looking to treat peripheral neuropathy, Maybe it's time to look at Cymbalta. Maybe it's time to look at getting a laser therapy unit in your clinic to be able to help these patients with a research-backed and recommended course of care. Now, I'm going to go through this list, and some of the things on this list will probably surprise you. They surprised me because I see some of these treatments used all the time by all kinds of folks, naturopaths, MDs, pain center specialists, neurologists. So let's, let's go, let's go through this list. Number one, acetyl L-carnitine, ALC. Number two, amitriptyline or Elevil. Again, these are, these are the ones that are shown to be uh, not recommendable based on the evidence that we've collected. Uh, cannabinoids or CBD is not recommended. Gabapentin, brand name Neurotin is not recommended. 
that one blows me away. Because almost every neuropathy patient that I see has been prescribed either Lyrica or Gabapentin. Very interesting. These authors say Gabapentin is not recommended. There's not enough evidence. Another one they say is not recommended is intravenous lidocaine. Another one is neurofeedback. Nortriptyline, or Pamelor, is another medication that they say is not recommended. And this one is interesting. It's a combination supplement of alpha-lipoic acid, MSM, and bromelain, which bromelain is an anti-inflammatory. MSM is supposed to be a, a compound that should be helpful for joints. And alpha-lipoic acid has actually been shown to be beneficial for nerve regeneration. But this combination of supplements here was not shown to have enough evidence for these authors to recommend it. They go on to say that oxycodone is not recommended. Neither is PEA. Another one that they say is not recommendable is Effexor, or Venlafex, excuse me, Venlafexine. That prescription medication is not recommended. Uh, topical baclofen, amitriptyline, and ketamine combination, not recommended. Topical menthol, not recommended. Acupuncture, and acupuncture-like transcutaneous nerve stimulation and electroacupuncture, and laser acupuncture. None of those are recommended. Percutaneous auricular neurostimulation, which has to do with uh, stimulation of certain points over the ears. That's not recommended. Sweet bee venom pharmacopuncture, which, <laughs> look that one up, it's wild. That one's not recommended, though, either. Neither is interferential therapy and long-wave diathermy at high power. And then... Here's a couple that I get asked about frequently. Low-frequency magnetic field therapy, or PEMF, not recommended. Another one, scrambler therapy, or brand name machine for this would be Calm Air, not recommended. What was recommended above all these drugs, all these therapies? Laser therapy. And the only drug that made it out of this one, Cymbalta. Those are the only two that met the criteria for these authors to say these are recommended. The rest are not. This is a big deal because there are a lot of therapies that are peddled out there as being effective. There are a lot of medications that are frequently prescribed, especially gabapentin. And that is not to say that if you found relief through some of these that you're crazy. This simply saying that there is not enough evidence to reliably recommend those therapies for the treatment of peripheral neuropathy that is chemotherapy-induced. So, if you are going to undergo chemotherapy, if you have been dealing with neuropathy from chemotherapy, if you know someone that is going through this right now, highly encourage you to get them some evidence-based treatment specifically laser therapy. I'm going to go ahead and take one step further and say laser therapy has an advantage over even the medication they recommended, Cymbalta, simply because there are no known side effects with laser therapy. And we know that every medication out there has some level of side effects. So it would seem to me that laser therapy holds the edge. If you know someone who needs treatment for chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy, I highly encourage you to get them to a laser therapy specialist. Go to lasertherapyinstitute.org. There's a clinic provider locator map. You can 
type in your location and see if we have someone near you. If you can't find someone near you, get a hold of me. I will do what I can to find someone who can treat you. But I'm telling you, and we see this every day in practice, chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy can be treated very well with laser therapy with excellent results, typically fairly rapidly. Chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathies I've found is one of the easiest neuropathies to get good relief with utilizing laser therapy. So let us know how we can help you, but please don't suffer needlessly, and please be careful which treatments you pursue. There could be better options out there. Thanks again for joining us. I hope to see you next week. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.